Um, hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Apocalypse Keys, the oldest house. Part, uh, I believe, 13 of our Apocalypse Keys campaign series. Today is February 25th, 2024, and you are loved. That is a very important thing that we like to say at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to again join us at patreon.com slash adventures. But let's say that you already support us on Patreon. You already support us on YouTube and Twitch and all of those other wonderful places. And you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more? Guess what, Acorns? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks. We even have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201. All of the proceeds of our merch is currently going to help support Doctors Without Borders, which I don't know if you have been paying attention for the last several months. They need it. Uh, so please, uh, consider buying some merch. We will do that and then send all of the funds that we get to Doctors Without Borders. Uh, because, as it turns out, genocide is bad. And I don't think that I should have to say that. Uh, but apparently, media literacy is also something that the general United States is lacking in. Uh, so, free Palestine. That being said, uh, that is it for my opening spiel. So, hey, Noir, who are you playing today? Today I'm playing Judas Iscariot, aka Joe. He's just out to have a good time. Uh, fortunately, it, it appears that, um, as as it happens to most people in their lives at some point, uh, he accidentally went to the same club as his ex, and now we're just gonna see how that plays out. Uh, also, free Palestine all day, every day, and please watch where you're donating your money. We there are some places that are being rather slow with giving the money to who it needs to go to and uh you know the thing about your side is uh things are urgent so just be careful uh and that's me and hi i'm anita my pronouns are she they and tonight i am playing dynast aka din who is a literal biblical angel of the lord who uses any pronouns uh eyes on rafa and uh support uh people through esims it's an easy way to uh get people connected Okay, that takes it over to me. Hey, everybody, it's me, Sir Heckalot. You know, I'm here. I'm on your screen. And as per usual, uh, tonight I'm playing Eden, uh, who's the found playbook. Uh, and the two of us use she, they pronouns. Uh, just to echo everybody else, ceasefire now. Free Palestine. Please go to places like ceasefiretoday.com to figure out how you can help. And I am the indoor adventurer, he, him. And tonight I shall be playing as Lucius Alexander, who uses he, they pronouns. Uh, we've already said our piece. Sarah. That just leaves me. Yay. Uh, and my piece is that there's a wonderful news site called Unicorn Riot, everybody. 
and you can go there. They've now added a world news uh, section. They are a decentralized uh, nonprofit news organization, and they deliver you the information unfiltered. So if you want more information about what's happening in the world, they are a fantastic resource uh, to make your first news stop. Uh, but like everyone else here said, ceasefire now, free Palestine, eyes on Rafa. I am Sarah Roberts. I use any pronouns. And tonight I will be leading you through this tragic, tragic tale of woe. Oh, no, wait, I'm not supposed to let you know that yet. Um, I'm going <laughs> to lead you through this fun romp of an adventure in a not-so-haunted haunted house. Yeah, it's a fun house. Easy. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Yeah! There are things that go bump in the night, and we are the ones who bump back. Good morning, everyone. I'm gonna be away for a few days to do some field work. I know I don't really look like the on-hands type of agent, but we've all got to pay our dues. Well, so to speak, anyway. I hope you don't miss me too much. Uh, sorry, that's presumptuous of me. Um, see you all soon. Redacted. Date. Redacted. Contact. The oldest cat. Omen class monsters. Several personnel, agents, and omen class monsters have been reported missing, changed, or terminated. Black alert protocol activated. Do not approach the oldest house. It does not exist. Its lies are ancient and inescapable. It is hungry and cannot be sated. The oldest cat has come to me in my dreams and purred against what's left of my heart, but I, I can't remember. I can't remember what the oldest house wants me to do. I need to disappear. I need, I need to become changed and unchanged, bodied and unbodied, and please don't open the door. Don't open the door, don't open the door, don't open the door. I, I don't want to. Please, 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 please.
was, it was just asses everywhere. Uh, as far oh, as the eye can see? No, as fuck these guys. The well, Joe would have loved it. That sounds like Joe's got a party. <laughs> uh, thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us tonight. Um, so, last week, well, not last week, last session, a long, long time ago, on a Twitch channel, not so far away, uh, you all were unraveling more of the mystery of the oldest house and you all figured out thanks to a timely message from a past din to write things down as you go through the house the house apparently cannot rewrite the book that is in your possession whether or not that happens to be the case if it leaves your possession is yet to be seen but you've traveled on through you um have all now met the hanged man Joe had a rather unfortunate encounter with um, Sister Midnight. Uh, and Raphael made an appearance, Joe's keeper in hell. And as you all traveled through, you have now made it to a medical facility with the help of the writing in this journal. And cowering in a corner is Merlin. The room is a large beautiful office. You can smell the the disinfectant hospital smell mixed with the wood of the desk and the bookshelves. Um I think Lucius is going to like pensively look at this guy. Like does he know it's Merlin or is the only person who knows that it's Merlin uh, being the guy who was probably hanging around Merlin in the King Arthur days. Um. Or do we all get, like, the sense of, like, important NPC? We see the name above <laughs> him and, like, a little, like, HUD uh, indicator. You see, you see the little exclamation point? Yeah, yeah. Um, Question. Joe definitely knows who this is. Um, I am going to leave it up to you, Noir. Has Joe discussed Merlin with anyone before i think it passing as a joke like okay. you, you ever tell the story of like that person in your group of friends that's like absolutely silly and like if they if, like if everybody could agree to come out but that one person couldn't come out everybody would still go out but we like no, no we didn't go out we just stayed in like that's who merlin was <laughs> merlin is the merlin was the party the party parent <laughs> okay so yeah it was just like yeah, uh, I used to hang out this with this group of folks and there's this goober who was always like responsibility and, 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 like such a such a loser <laughs> okay so on site um, Lucius probably does not know who this is okay. uh, but Joe you definitely do and uh, Merlin is cowering in the corner um, almost in tears just beside himself as a voice or voices speak in perfect unison coming from a cassette tape playing itself on the desk the initial stages of the soul transfer has has proven successful we must follow the rest of the procedure with great care and as you survey the desk you also see next to that cassette tape a gun just laying on the desk next to it So, Mer, how you doing? Uh, oh, uh, what? Oh, Joe? Joe's 
Is that you? Yeah, yeah, it's me. I, you, you look like you've seen better days. Joe, 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 you, you remember me. You, you know who I am. You remember, you remember, you remember me. You remember Merlin. Yes, you, I remember you, Merlin. You all remember me. You, you do? Oh, we, we oh, good. I was so scared. I was so scared that it had actually worked. I didn't want, I didn't want to do it to you, but you were so insistent that I do. What is he talking about? Uh, usually I don't, I usually have a semblance of an idea, but I don't care to, uh, uh, to, to understand this time. I don't have a semblance of an idea and I still don't care to understand. You, you, you have something to do with the fact that we've time looped through here several times? Time, 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 you don't, you don't, you don't remember, you don't. What don't we you, remember? You weren't, you made it here before but you weren't yourselves anymore and, and you you joe you said you you had to get to arthur but you couldn't in the state that you were in and you begged me for help and and i i i did the spell i did the old magic like it, i used to and it's it was supposed to to whoa, revert whoa, you whoa. and whoa and, friend whoa and then relax. you were gone take a deep breath First off, I don't beg for anything. That that's just that's that's the madness taking over. Second off, I I'm not really in a place where I want to see Arthur. Is the thing that uh, you have to you have you have to stop it. You have to save the house. It's why he called you back here. Why who called me back here? Arthur. He brought he brought the house back because he knew that you could help. He knew that you would be able to get what needed to be done done and and we were all here waiting for you and then you came but it it wasn't you weren't you anymore the house was changing you and rewriting you and you, joe you have to get to him you have to help him so what's with the uh gun on the table there merlin why don't you tell me what that's about And Merlin looks at the table as though he's looking through it, not really seeing the gun until his eyes focus in again. And that she, she left it here, I guess. I don't, she, she started, she started playing the tape and then she left it here. Guinevere. Guinevere. No. The one in in the hood that that came with you. One in the hood. Yeah, she 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 wore she wore a dark cloak like the ones that that used to be in style ages ago. They should really bring those back. They were comfortable. I mean, I've yeah, heard a lot that they have a thing similar like a snuggie now. But oh yeah. Not... Not the I, I have one back at home. It's got little otters all over it. It's really adorable. But it's that's now. It's not the time, Merlin. <laughs> we must understand who who are you? Who did I bring with the hood? Um, I she, he he's going to describe um exactly. He's going to describe um Eva. He's going to describe her as he saw her in the painting. It's like. <laughs> Is, that's not who you're talking about now, is it? I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't know. She had, 
She had the hood pulled over her face. She seemed uh, she seemed like she was helping you. She she ran ahead and yeah, and then yeah, I had to send you back because you couldn't help the way that you were. Perish my lust for mysterious women. All right. Uh, we'll take care of this Marcus. Clean yourself up. This is disgusting. We really are back. Don't get sentimental. It makes my stomach turn. All right. And you Marla are... just gives you the biggest smile, Joe, clapping Ugh. you on the shoulders and pulling you in for a hug. No! That old man is so bony. <laughs> you smell like Fritos. Get off me. <laughs> That's so specific. I didn't have... I didn't have a way to describe the smell until Fritos were in 50. And the moment I had a Frito, I was like, Merlin. That's it. <laughs> you all heard all of this. What do you think? It's like we've been here several times before. And this seems to be the best um, shot that we've had so far. The house hasn't seemed to be have changed us in any way. Well, yeah. according, according to Murr, I've been changed. I mean, I still feel like me. But the house has also been making people that look like other people. Hmm. Uh. All right. Lucius. Hmm. Take it. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Take a nibble, see if I taste the same. Um, it's as long as you are okay with it. Yeah, I think I'm this not. can be arranged. And I'll make it a thing. I never intend to make it a thing. Yeah, but I mean, it would be like the last time you, you took a nibble, then I heard you go, mmm, and that just made it weird. Well, fine. Uh, and he will, uh, <laughs> he'll take your hand and he'll bring the fingers up to his mouth and he will bite off one of your fingernails. Like he will ruin your perfectly manicured nail with like a little, like, <laughs> uh, and once he has that little bit, uh, he, he will feed, uh, which is one of my powers of darkness, savor sampling. Yeah. What do you get on this one? Uh, well, it is one of it is just one of my dark powers. So, okay. uh, so you would you would roll um to unleash the dark. Okie dokie. And the results of it would be the result of that power. All right, I'm gonna spend two darkness point uh two darkness tokens on this. Okay. Joe's just gonna look at his nail and go, my perfect coffin fridge tip. A oh. ten. <laughs> What'd you get? A, a ten. A perfect nice. ten. And that is with the two. Okay. That's perfect. What uh, do you get on a perfect hit for this one? So, uh, you wield the darkness with control and ease. Get past their def defenses. Inflict a condition. Get what you want from them. Avoid reprisal harm. Gain the upper hand for now. Expose a weakness or a flaw or confuse them for some time. Uh, so the saver sampling, what we've had it before, that's what, like, mm -hmm. when he was eating all the Hallie Maw corpses, 
yeah. and stuff like that. So I think with this, it is, um, I think what he, I think what he would do, um, let me just check real quick. So he, I don't think that he could, um, I don't think he gets a lot because it's asking him if he was the same, but I, but uh, Lucius doesn't have context for what mm. he is looking for and what to register other than like, uh, essentially like, Oh, has this been touched by magic? Uh, like how many times has it has like uh, X thing happened? Like when you look at like an ice core, but what I I'm, think would be, I'm going to give yeah. you this. Okay. You use your powers and you wield them with precision. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that not long ago, Joe's crown was far brighter and more brilliant than it currently is on his head. Okay. Uh, that was actually going to be uh, my, my follow-up mm -hmm. question, which is, I have a move called The Story of You Carved Into My Flesh, which, if you let <laughs> me feed on your harbinger... Uh, I describe the feeding, and then I can choose uh, to uh, get conditions and stuff, which is good. But uh, that would mm -hmm. also give more information. If you want. Yeah. Right now, you know that Joe was more corrupted previously than he currently is. And I think Lucius will, like, take out, like, a little handkerchief and, like, dab at his mouth uh, in a very showy fashion, put the handkerchief back. Um and then just sort of relays that information. Just uh, he is telling the truth. This is not the first time that we've had to do this. Uh, apparently, uh, previously, uh, you were more, uh, how do you describe it? In a way. Don't just place to the crowd. Mm. Lucius nods. No. I have been indulging a little bit. I think the condition that I'm going to have you have gotten rid of with this is obsessed. Okay. Um, and like, it, it, I think it's in that moment where Joe has the realization, like, the power has been nice. I think I'm going to use, the, I, I would like to use the move, uh, Reveal your heart if I could. And I, uh, I think that's just kind of like a side effect of like, okay, now that you've told me the story of what's happening to me, I could take a, a outside look at it, if that's okay. I think that works in this instance. Joe's, okay. Joe's not a man of many words, so yes. I think that counts as opening your heart. So here we go. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta. Unless he's trying to flirt his way into something. <laughs> no, when Joe's trying to flirt, you will know. <laughs> yeah, then there's too many words. Yeah, there's just just too many, just too many. It's just it's not good. <laughs> Poor Joe has to suffer from having a riskless player. <laughs> oh no, the dice did that. Sorry. Um. So, uh, an eight would hit. I would. Oh, oh no, you can't see that I put the two tokens in. Never mind. Um, yeah, I missed. You missed? Okay. Um, are there any complications on a miss for this move? 
I don't think so. I think it just doesn't. Something interrupts or undermines the moment. A dire warning consequence or an aspect of the mystery itself. The Keeper will tell you what happens next. Ooh. Fun for me. So yeah, um, like, while Joe's just like, so yeah, you're right. I hear the things that I'm starting to understand. I'm gonna finally take accountability for myself. Boom! Something happens to stop it. As as this is going on, um, the Hanged Man, who is still with you, uh, has walked over to the table and flips over the cassette tape. And from it, the same voices begin repeating. The golden snake shall pierce the apple, and the angel will breathe life unto the first band of men, and the father of many shall bear witness. And it repeats over and over and over again the prophecy that you all heard previously. Uh, yeah, I think, um, I think Lucius will, like, go up to the hangman and, like, try and, like, stop the recording. <laughs> Just, like, okay. this isn't helping anything right now. Oh, terribly sorry. I wanted to see if there was a side B. Sometimes they hide a nice track on there. <laughs> so, you want to become a agent of division, yes? Yes. So in order to do that, the best thing that you're going to want to do is communicate with the team before you go off and get yourself killed. All right. Well, I was planning on staying here anyways with you. Understood. But what if this side to be was actually like uh, the Harbinger or something? You never know. Oh. Maybe rein it in is all I'm saying. This like fucking guy! <laughs> <laughs> Like a mimic. We have the one of those in my D&D game. We turned it into a pet. That is fantastic. I don't know what sex has to do with this. That no, being it's not said, sex. It's a game that you, you play. You said D&D, &D, right? That's some yes. sort of Dungeons and Dragons. rip and chain scenario. No, no. Well, I mean, your character could have a whip, but it's a very ineffective weapon. It only it's does one role D4 play. This is more of a Joe thing. I, I, I am not as experienced oh. in that. Uh, Joe, do you play D&D? And the hangman's head turns to Joe. I'm a warlock, man. You would be. He would be. <laughs> <laughs> and the whip is not ineffectual. You just need a feat, and then it gives you the ability to trip people from a distance. But you wouldn't know that, would you, hangman? Oh, good. So you do play. You should join my table sometime. I could die a thousand deaths. Do you, do you hear me? I would rather die of thousand <laughs> Oh, that's unfortunate. I was looking forward to introducing you to the Mothman. Well, should we carry on? I mean, he, we've had an introduction. <laughs> mm, yes, carry on. Let's, uh... I, I, I'm Joe's actually gonna grab the gun and just mm -hmm. put it in his back pocket. It's not like it's he needs really it. a really fancy gun. Oh, hold on. Like Mother of Pearl handle, gold plating on the side. Some Devil May Cry pistol shit. I'm here for no. it. <laughs> I'm going to check to see if there's actually any ammo in here. There is one bullet in the chamber. Oh, buddy. He's going to look at Merlin. Oh. Can, can, can somebody give me an, uh, an even or odd? <laughs> Evens. 
Okay, good. Were you gonna play Russian roulette with Merlin? <laughs> no, it was. No. Joe had. Leave my, leave my Joe, old man alone. <laughs> Joe had a flash, just a flash of genuine sympathy for an old friend that he didn't actually like, and he almost expressed it. But uh, the roles worked to, to his asshole favor. He was just going, oh. Well, thanks for saving a bullet, I guess. <laughs> just puts it in the <laughs> okay. So, uh, Merlin, yes? Yeah, yes. Yes. yes Did Arthur me. say where he was going? Like the name of a room, for example. Um, he said, um, something about a laboratory, but I mean, he's worked in many of those. There was a hallway earlier with a lot of paintings. Um, maybe that way? Actually, just went through the hallway to get here. Mm -hmm. Oh. So he went to, you're suggesting a lab. Is that where yes. he told you he was going to go? Or is that where you are assuming that he is going? These are two very different, these are two very different things. Um, he said, uh, he said, um, the infiltrators were breaking into the lab and he had to stop them because they were, they were, they were after someone. And, um... Yes, yes, that's it. They were they were after someone, and he needed to stop them. Otherwise, the house would die. And uh, uh, Lucius nods, uh, believing now that he knows uh, where to write uh, their next destination of in the book. Uh, and he will ask Merlin, Are you afraid of this place? Of this place? Yes. No. Well, not of the place, but of it dying? Yes. It's not good for any of us if it dies while we're still in here. <laughs> you know, tear, space, time, end of the world, that sort of thing. In the emotional state that you are currently in, do you think that you are going to be of any use to Arthur or yourself? Well, I'm feeling much better now that I know that I didn't accidentally kill you all or turn you into a guppy. I did that once. On purpose, but you know, Arthur needed to learn a lesson. Understood. Uh, I ask this only because I have the ability to uh, allow for you to feel more leveled out. And I would be willing to uh, perform this upon you, uh, but only if it is something that you are wanting. Um, sure. What is it? Is it, a, is it a tea? Is it a tonic? Is it a... And, I hear they have pills. Uh, he will just Those are very large his, things in my day. Uh, he'll just extend, <laughs> extend an, uh, a hand out and put it uh, on Merlin's shoulder uh, and says, all it needs is a simple touch. Uh, I would like to feed on the greatest <laughs> okay. wizard who ever lived <laughs> and mayhaps... Have a little snack of some ancient magics that I could use later to level up a playbook. You've been salvating since the 
word for Incredible. Okay, so this uh, would probably be. Uh, I think this would technically be reveal your heart, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think that would be fine. Okay, I'm gonna use. Uh, I'm gonna spend some darkness and roll. I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh, my two darkness. Okay. A nine, a perfect hit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, I will clear uh I will clear one of his bonds or one of his conditions. Okay. Uh and I will also clear one of my conditions. Please do. That seems good. <sighs> so now I only have two conditions. Marked. I'm proud of you. Great. Uh yeah, and I will have feasted on Merlin a bit. For fun and profit. I mean, as you do. Uh, that being said, um, I, I Lucius will pull out the the book that they've been using to navigate this place, um, mm -hmm. and he will write, um, uh, contrary to the dimensions of the house and against the odds of architectural design Merlin's description of the location of the laboratory was was discovered to be true upon backtracking down the hallway of portraiture and landscapes the group discuss uh the uh and then he'll list out uh, our names mm -hmm. and the hangman uh discover the entrance to the lab at the uh being the door to a room they had previously exited okay and we'll try for the best <laughs> Sounded good to me. Okay. Um, I think that this would count as um trying to unlock the door. Unlock and doom's door. Yeah. Yes, let's build a theory. Do we want to build that theory and give it a try? Um I've actually been reading up on this. Uh, I was reading. I knew that we were getting close to this portion, so I've actually started reading up on this to sort of get a better grasp on it. Yeah. Um, so apparently it's the number of keys that we have, um, not necessarily connected to the facets and the mystery, but we can connect multiple keys to the same facet. Um, okay. we have 10 keys. Uh, the mystery's complexity is eight. So we would have plus two forward on this roll. Uh, okay. as we build it. Out. Okay. I thought it was one per one. It, uh, normally, uh, it says that uh, you connect each key to a facet of a mystery with a mystery. Uh, so, for example, together the pieces of... Uh, here's the example. An example that players are about to declare what the door is and how to unlock it. Together the pieces have uncovered nine keys and have gone over everything they've learned. Piecing it all together and connecting each key to the facets of the mystery. With a mystery complexity of eight, the player uh, knows that they add plus one to the roll. Um, this comes down to nine keys, subtracting the mystery complexity of eight. Um, it says that... Uh, 
uncover key connecting them to a facet. Uh, it says that uh, it says a key can only be connected to a single facet, but any number of keys can be connected to a single facet. That doesn't make sense in my brain space. Yeah, I know. It's weird. It says a key can only be connected to a single facet, but any number of keys can be connected to a single facet. Oh, so you okay. can't so have a key unlocking two things. It can only things. go like one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, so yeah. So, so you can only connect a key to one facet, but you can have multiple keys on that facet. On yes. that yes. facet, yes. Yeah, okay. for a second I was like, wait. So say uh, we wanted, like, if it were, we were trying to connect to the Harbinger, um, and we did, say, a painting that gently bleeds, uh, soft size coming from the black void, that can be connected to the harbinger, but it can't also be connected to the door of power. Exactly. Correct. Yep. But another okay. key can be connected to the harbinger as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're learning. Yay. Yay. 13 episodes. Got it. <laughs> Got it in one. Sometimes that's what it takes. Listen. Seriously. At grapple rules. <laughs> Jumping. Look, I don't want to talk about grapple in 5e. <laughs> Nobody does. That's why or it's so difficult. Jumping. How far can I jump? Oh. Uh. What does the rule say? Whatever feels right at this point. <laughs> what do you feel in your heart? You have to go to a different website to calculate your jump distance. Okay, so what do we think? You look up jump and D&D Beyond I'm and it's just for, a hyperlink. I'm pretty sure you can't connect the keys to the same door if you if you fail. So you do want to be careful about yes. how many you connect. Right. If you want to be able to try again. But or, you can always you know, mix the, and match them yeah. a different way. Yeah, so you'll just have, have to track what you've already connected. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, Page 56 yeah. is uh, where the rules for that are in the book. Yeah, I need like the Cliff's note notes version of the rules. Yeah, silly. <laughs> um, it's a, it is a big wall of text. So many words for the two things that I need. Um, but I still love this book. Um, okay, so y'all want to start forming your theory? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. My, uh, my first, uh, point is that I would like to point the painting that gently bleeds soft size coming from the black void in the middle of it to missing memories, because I think that it would be really cool if our missing memories just started appearing as uh, accoutrement throughout the house. Like, each thing has, like, a meaning to what we're losing. So that is how the house gets furnished. It traps people, and then the longer that they're there, more furniture. Um, I'd like to also tag onto that with a floppy disk with the words don't regret scrawled on it. Perhaps some of our memories are also like as not necessarily also as accoutrements, but as physical data. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'll, I'll also connect that to missing memories. Okay. I'm going to do a real quick, here, let's do a, a line. Oh, yeah, we should pick the line, shouldn't we? Alright. Um, I'd like to put uh, plans of secret underground facility for division 
with the vision's connection with the oldest house. I think they were trying to, in a sense, recruit the house. That'd be sick. Oh, what did I do? I did it. Don't worry about it. Oh. <laughs> this is... You know, drawing is hard on here. Yeah. Yeah, if just one person can handle it so they're all in the same color. All right, yeah. Help too. I got it. Okay. Go ahead, delete my stuff. Uh, you also, have to I'll delete your own stuff. Oh, crap. <laughs> just click just uh, click on it with the arrow key and hit delete. Tell me what to do. <laughs> I'm not your real mom. I will play one hope not. <laughs> Let me just go to the layer that has the clock on it and get ready. Just in case. Okay, heck, what you thinking? You're next. All right, yeah, I'm thinking, because I'm, I'm really trying to focus on time restarting, and I think connecting the microcassette recorder of the PC, I, I forget who found the microcassette, um, but it's saying, please listen to me, I don't have much time before the next um, reset, you need to find the Whatever it was, right? Oh God, um, I think response. that that would be a good warning for time restarting. Okay. All right, connected. Oh shit! I forgot that they were those up there. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I was like, wow, there's a lot up here. Okay. Um. A large brain that slowly drags itself across the floor before skittering away into the shadows to the harbinger. Ooh, like the the creepy things around the house or yeah. something. Yeah. Being connected that direction. They're little they're little guys. Little guys. <laughs> uh, should we also connect the group of ghosts to the harbinger as well? We could. I think those would also be good for, like, the door of power. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, like, the door is kind of the epicenter, and then, like, the more <laughs> out we see, it's like there's these weird things. Mm -hmm. But then again, we're in the oldest house, and there's a lot of weird things. That's true, yeah. Um, what do we think about... Uh, an antique rotary phone with blood spattered on it or a corpse wrapped in a telephone cord? I think that the corpse wrapped in the cord would be the harbinger. Mm -hmm. Relate to the harbinger? Like yeah. the harbinger took someone out on the way behind the door or uh, took them out trying to get the information on the door of power? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that would work. And honestly, I was kind of thinking of that with um, the... Uh, the rotary phone itself that starts stirring that maybe that's supposed to be a red herring for anyone trying to get in the way of the harbinger so that's kind of related as well um because I, I feel like any time that someone's actually picked up that phone it's been someone that we know um it's been kind of a distraction from whatever we're trying to that's do true what distracting you mean no no um so the antique rotary phone with uh, blood spattered on it that starts to ring actually ignores back. Let's let's collaborate with. 
I was there the whole time. No, I heard everything. Um, Starting to connect things. You also have the uh, towering stack of books that detail with haunting accuracy the entirety of your lives. Yeah. I might be connected to time restarting, but I'm up. That's up to you, Noir. Oh, with, with time restarting, yeah. Okay. Ow. Ignore that. And I think I'd put a group of ghosts hovering in midair with door power. You think that they are where the door of power is? I think they're waiting for what's behind the door of power. Okay. It, I'm getting very much a we're waiting for something vibe from them. They're waiting for you to join them, Joe. Ah, no, that's good. That's all right. <laughs> they they got enough, you know. I'd just be crowding, crowding them up. Um, I'd like to uh, connect old photographs of an abandoned bunker full of shadows. The figures move closer to Division's connection to the oldest house. Like maybe that's, um the secret underground uh, facility for Division is like that uh, that abandoned bunker. Oh. Sorry. Let me get used to where these things are. Spider web of lines that I'm just watching y'all create. Yeah, I know. It's just like, it's, it's red too. It really is the cork board. Three division. Um, I think the corpse wrapped in the telephone cord. Wrapped in a telephone cord. Oh, we were connecting that one to the to the harbinger. harbinger. Mm -hmm. Then I think that's, I think that's all, of them. all of them. Yeah, I think we were gonna. Uh, I forgot about the the blood spattered phone. I think that might be connected to the door of power. Like maybe that'll ring once, and uh, at one point, and some it'll something on the other end will say it's open. I would put that more with the harbinger, like the phone sends you sends everybody who picks it up to somebody in their lives except the harbinger. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it was Joe that answered that. Thank you for reminding us, because we were like, "Who answered the phone?" Yeah, oh like yeah, yeah, Aoife it was or me. Something. Yeah, it was just like yeah, it was Efa. Efa yeah. keeps fucking with me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah, that's 
that's all of the all of the keys connected to the, all of the facets, which means that uh, Simon, you called uh, for the roll, which means you get to roll for it. Okay, so I'm adding two from connected keys minus complexity, and then it's a complexity eight, so there's automatically a plus one. So it's actually yes. uh, so we've got ten you keys, get... I believe. Uh, oh, sorry. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. So it'll be plus two. Okay. And then there is another line that says plus for any other bonuses or penalties. There's none. Okay, sounds good. So you it's just that. that plus two. Show me potato salad. Three potato salad. Yeah. Oh, potato salad. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Fuck yeah. On a 10, we have tracked down Doom's door. We know exactly where it is and how to unlock it. In addition, the keeper will present an opportunity to protect what matters most. Take <laughs> down the harbinger or otherwise drive back the apocalypse. Uh, you... So good at this, y'all. You are. I think this is the first uh, perfect hit you've gotten on one of these. Yup. Yeah. Um, yeah. First try, too. Yeah. Uh, you do know where it is. You know that you are looking for the underground lab within, Divi within Division. And as you all run back down the hallway, um, that is exactly where you all end up. And you see tanks in this underground bunker as you enter in. It is eerily quiet, except for the whir of machinery. And floating in the slightly darkened amber liquid, which, Eden, you recognize as the corrupted liquid from the Hallamaw facility. Mm -hmm. I had a feeling. You look around you and you see machinery more up to date, but similar to that secret bunker that you all found beneath the volcano. And standing at the far end is a figure in a dark jacket with a hood up over their head. Next to them, typing furiously into a computer, is the professor. Off to your left, you see Agent Yates floating in one of these tanks of amber liquid. And you see Joe, you see Arthur floating in one as well, battered and bruised. It looks like he has put up one hell of a fight trying to defend this place. On the other side, there is one more tank, or no, there are two more tanks. In one floats the oldest cat, seemingly also unconscious. The fourth one is empty waiting for its occupant. So we've solved your master plan and we're looking to beat your ass unless you let my friends go. And at that, the professor and this hooded figure turned around and... Oh, well! <laughs> so glad you could finally join us, Joe. Would you kindly step into the tank so we can complete this uh, process? Let's get this door open, shall we? I told you my cake night is on Thursday and Sunday. Maybe Monday twice every month. Oh. And Wednesday every other week. But today is not that day. I'm not getting in that damn tank. 
You look different from the last time you were here. That is so disappointing. And as the professor is saying that, there is a clarity in their eyes that they did not have before. The tattoos that they wrote on their skin to remind them of their notes are still there, but they fold their hands in front of them. You know, we can either do this the easy way or the hard way, but one way or another, I will get Abraham back. You can't stop me from opening every door. I hope you do know. Yeah. Yeah. I get why you would think that. Oh, but how about this? You're a person of science. I don't know much about science, but your theory is I can't stop you. My theory is if I cut off your fucking head, I think I stopped you. So let's do the scientific method. <laughs> He's just going to summon his sword. Yes. All right, Joe. Well, in that case, how about you science this? And the professor <laughs> slams her hands down on the console, and you see from above green liquid begin to mix with the, the golden amber liquid that is in the tanks. And the people within them begin to convulse. You have about five minutes to get them out before they suffocate. Good luck. Uh, and... As she says that, she and the hooded figure walk away. The hooded figure pulls out from their pocket a remote and presses the button. And before them, a portal opens. And they both step through. Joe would like to make a beeline to Arthur's tank. Okay. And I was going to just attack to try and get Arthur out. Like, I think it's the first bit of, like, panic mm -hmm. that has... Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's panicking and going to try and help out Arthur. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I will unleash the dark. All right. Go ahead and try and break that tank. Break that tank! Uh, because of sometimes I get angry, I do get three darkness tokens. And uh, I will use all three for this roll because roll 20 doesn't like me. Um, so here we go. Unleash the dark. Spend and roll. One, two, three. Disastrous success. Shouldn't have spent those darkest talk because he had perfect hit otherwise. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, I will. You never know. Shut up. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You good, though. You good. You never know. You, you shut up. <laughs> you shut um, <laughs> You control falters and you go too far. Choose one, but the keeper describes an unintended consequence. I'm going to choose that uh, I get what I want, which is mm -hmm. Arthur out of the tank. Okay. You do get what you want, but the reflection of the light within the tank, your aim is not true, and your blade does not stop as it hits the tank, and as it does, it slices through into Arthur's arm, and he will lose his left arm. Yeah. Get him out. 
Oh, also flashback time. I forgot because I did an attack. <laughs> um. Well, actually, I'm not gonna do the flashback. I'm gonna I'm gonna have the weapon become corrupted. Um. So let's see. When you take when you take this move with this weapon, oh, you use this weapon to protect someone. Describe a flashback between you and the hero. Gain one bond. Describe how you embody or contradict their legacy. Uh, clear one condition, or describe how the weapon is corrupted by what the darkness demands of you, and gain two to four darkness tokens. I'm actually I'm gonna pick the middle one. Describe how you embody a uh, or contradict their legacy. I think this is the first time. When offered the chance to betray someone, he's without thinking about it, chosen not to. Like he chose to go after and save Arthur rather than uh chase uh chase the professor. That's it, the crowd is still gonna grow a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's it. That's everything. Who's next? I have a question. Yeah. Is the portal still there or did it close after they went they through? Are, they are in the process of stepping through. So this is all happening within the same split second. I would like to fucking do it. <laughs> I would like to try and detain the professor. Um, yes! yes! I, I, I would like to detain them. Um, in order to do this, uh i think that because the professor has been the professor was like og harbinger for us like the the first uh -huh. one uh that we had uh to deal with so let me just get this oh god um i think lucius uh will tell the professor you're not the only one who knows the secrets of doors uh and he will uh at this point you see that like his back begins to uh surge with eight different uh uh like large bumps and welts that then burst out with long spider-like appendages uh, as I would like to use my corridor of doors move to open the door of the spider lord uh, of webs and cunning and patience and guile. Uh, I will mark two ruin for myself as whatever is behind the door acknowledges my power and control and sees me for the fearsome harbinger I will become. They will obey my commands for a time retur before returning to the corridor of doors. So Lucius's okay. back bursts open, allowing this spider harbinger uh, to come through and they will uh, like basically like lifting up the skin of his back like a trapdoor spider would then shoots out webbing to try and get uh, get the professor entangled to then drag them back uh, at like visually this is them trying to drag them into Lucius's corridor of doors uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. but uh, do with that as you will GM right now this harbinger respects me uh, and it is one of eight that I can summon with this. Okay, ability. that sounds like an Unleash the Dark. Uh, this is actually its own separate move. Okay. Uh, What's the roll? So there is no roll associated with it. All right. I if there's no think. if there's no roll associated with the move, then it uses Unleash the Dark. Okay. 
Um, I think it was one of those ones where you mark ruin in order to enact I do, it. Is yeah. It? I okay, mark two ruin in order to do this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this creature does come forth and it begins rushing towards the portal. Does it have a specific like attack or anything? It is just a harbinger do? called the door of uh, where, or it is. I have opened the door of the Spider Lord, but it doesn't door have any attack Lord. or stats or anything like that. But it's uh, it's like adjectives uh, are of webs and cunning and of patience and guile. All right. Uh, I am going to say that it, uh, as it's summoned, does shoot out a web, and it gets one of the professor's arms. Okay. Pulling it back. And I think Lucius just has to, like, drop down onto all fours to, like, sink his hands into the tile floor mm -hmm. to, like, offset the weight of this thing being pulled towards him. Like, he is forcefully trying to entrench himself here. All right. Uh, Din and Eden, what are you trying to do? Uh, I'm going to also use a ruin move. Uh, this one is called Tragedy Will Not Claim Another. Uh, you've grown attached to your fellow monsters and care deeply about their fates. When a PC or NPC is in peril, mark ruin to suddenly appear at the scene, ignoring the usual limits of time, distance, or plausibility, and gain one bond with them. Um, and if you wish to appear in a superior position or bearing a golden opportunity, mark ruin a second time. I'm immediately appearing next to Yates's tank mm -hmm. to get to get him out. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna mark both ruin to uh, get a golden opportunity and to uh, get that bond with Yates. Absolutely. I've been puppy sitting for this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna say that your golden opportunity is that unbeknownst to you, you actually teleport Larry with you next to the tank, and Larry immediately starts going for the wiring. He has found a chew toy, and he is going to help. Oh, Get it, Larry. Uh, but he is creating the perfect uh, short-circuit opportunity for you to begin getting Yates out of there. Eden, right. what are you going to do? Okay. Uh, I If Dan is going for Yates, um, that just leaves the oldest cats. So Eden is going to go uh, for them, then um and getting up to this tank is going to use the move um crowned by dream exalted by nightmare um and is uh going to try to the best of their ability to mm -hmm. um create like something like it, it's going to be a physical weapon and at first it starts with like something um with more natural feel like eden has done in the past but um after a couple like shifts of forms um it ends on something that almost looks like an old excavation tool of some kind some type of archaeological tool mm -hmm. um and it's just gonna start swinging at the glass of this like trying to get this cat uh this cat out okay um, um is uh a marker is that a power that... of darkness or marker ruin uh it's marker ruin okay go ahead and do it the game got it is that to summon the weapon or just to or um, to make the attack it's to summon the weapon so if okay. you need me to also unleash the darkness to oh, you'll um, do that next time okay great um so that is all four of you up next is your attacker's turn or your uh runaway's turn and lucius you notice that the professor is just smiling at you and the figure in the hood turns back 
next to them and looks at you and then look at, looks at the professor's arm. And you hear in a familiar voice, I'll just grow her a new one. And quick as lightning from their arm shoots out a rib bone that has been sharpened into a dagger and slices through the professor's arm. And as their arm comes up, it knocks their hood back and you see someone who's the mirror image of Eva, but not Eva. Instead of the short, neatly cut bob and the smart manicure, you see a woman with long, curly, dark hair and a golden snake tattoo up the side of her face. And as that dagger comes up, knocking her hood back, the arm goes flying back towards you from the tension of the web. And the professor, with her other arm, gives a wave as they finish stepping through the portal and it closes behind them. Damn my lust for villainous women. <laughs> Well, if Arthur, if Arthur is in need of an arm, I found one. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think he wants that one. No. Uh, I've I, I, I pantomimed it a little bit, but I imagine, like, when the arm gets cut, it just immediately is, like, into the spider's maw, and they just retract into Lucius's back. Like, just fucking feasting on yeah. this thing. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Now, since they have gotten away, it is y'all's turn. Those of you attacking the tanks, you want to whack those tanks? Whack. Yes. Okay. I will I will say that with the weapons that the two of you have now, it's not difficult to hit the tank. We're just going to say that those tanks splash open and you're able to get their inhabitants out. Um, if you'd like to flavor that in a cool way, I will let you do that. So go ahead and, and tell me how you get them out of these tanks with your weapons. Um, I think seeing uh, Larry going for the cables, uh, Dane's going to reach to pull the flaming sword out of uh, his chest and just uh, say, Larry, heal, uh, and get Larry behind and then slice down to mm -hmm. have it short circuit all the way. Absolutely. It short circuits and you see all of that liquid begin draining away and a panel open up, allowing you to pull Yates out of it. Uh, what does Eden do? Um, very similarly... Um, to Zen just kind of, you know, going at it with a physical weapon. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it maybe looks a little bit different because this is more like pickaxe adjacent. So really just making like individual like punctures instead of, you know, a very like clean, uh, clean swipe. Um, but I Absolutely. think it's very indicative of, uh, you know, Eden's like kind of panic of like, you know, the time crunch of getting this cat out. With your strength you are able to use this pickaxe type weapon and you make that first initial crack and you see the spider web web out from that hit and you hit it in the same spot again and it happens again this time growing larger and larger until on its own from the pressure inside compared to the outside of the tank it breaks and you are able to catch uh the oldest cat safely joe you currently have a one-armed arthur unconscious in your arms what are you doing I am going to premiere my newest ability, Honey Tongue and Clouded Minds. Uh, you have only survived in this wretched state because of your ability to lie and charm. Uh, when I unleash the dark through lies, I can choose one of the following. Uh, 
a part of my life becomes truth is the one that I'm aiming for. So I'm going to unleash the dark. Uh, and the lie that he's telling, uh, the lie is, that he's telling is one that he's telling himself is, I, I didn't do this. You'll be fine. I didn't do this. You'll be fine. <laughs> don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. <laughs> right? like, Basically. Like, girl boss. Uh, I'm going to spend two darkness points. And here we go. Disastrous success. <laughs> Yeah, I need to really stop spending those points. All so, right. Okay. So, what was what was your goal in this? Was it to wake Arthur? Uh, so uh, part of my lie gets to become true, okay. and the the part of my lie that I'm aiming for uh for it to basically bid reality is that he's fine. He's gonna be fine. The, this loss of an arm is not that big a deal. <laughs> um, okay. that is definitely uh, not gonna be the case now. <laughs> Um, as you're, as you're sitting there saying, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Um, you're not able to heal him or magically regenerate the arm for him. Mm -hmm. And you also remember that's his sword arm. He was left-handed. <laughs> fine. You're fine. This is okay. Lucius, uh, you will currently have control of a har spider harbinger, the spider Lord who currently has control of the professor's now severed arm. Once again, you have gained an arm of the professor. <laughs> You're muted. This gotcha pond machine really needs to get shaken up. I've gotten two arms. <laughs> like I, I need like a leg or something. <laughs> You've gotten two arms from the same NPC. Is it the same arm? Like, <laughs> yeah, have two, yeah, Din, what Din took an arm in the first right fight. arms of Exodia. I can't summon the, <laughs> can't summon the end state on this. Um, Apparently, whoever's with the professor can grow her a new one. That's true. Don't like that. Dun, dun, um, dun. I think with, uh, with the the door with a spider lord, I think that uh, Lucius will will have it return. Uh, as it can exist in a state of either locked or unlocked, uh, opened okay. or closed. So uh, as the as the spider currently obeys my commands, uh, he's just like back on the shelf with you. I we will play later, um, mm -hmm. and I think what he is going to do um, is they're in a laboratory. Uh, Arthur uh, is missing an arm. He is bleeding out, probably. Mm. Uh, so Lucius is going to try and find uh, utensils to uh, create a makeshift tourniquet. Uh, or otherwise, uh, if the Spider Lord uh, will create like a, a webbed, uh, <laughs> like... Like gauze, essentially, like gum can, it all up with all. We of can the go Spider-Man Spider rules on this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we can use some of that web to uh, to 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 um, stop the bleeding. I will. I will definitely allow that. That is within the the realm of possibility for this wild game. Incredible. Uh, so I think. Um, yeah, I think that Lucius will will assist with that, um, and then he's just gonna start like. I think that I think yeah I think that's where he's at I think that's where he's at I think he's just okay okay as you 
are all there collecting uh, your companions out of their tanks. Um, Yates is the first one to wake up. Probably because Larry's licking the side of his face. Um, but he, he wakes up with a... Uh, what? <clears throat> Din? This... This isn't... This isn't Aruba. Where... Oh, I think your vacation got cut a little short. What? Oldest house. Oh, and Agent Yates has apparently been briefed on the oldest house before because his eyes go wide and nods. Okay. The oldest house is in Aruba? I think the oldest house is wherever it wants to be. Oh, man, I spent so many miles on that ticket. Um, okay. Well, it's also absorbed the agency, so maybe you'll be able to get comped for that. <sighs> okay. That... is good to know. Um, and as you are telling the seats, uh, the oldest cat is the next to wake up, Eden. Waking up in your arms, doing sort of the floppy cat. I know you. Do. I know Watch you too. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest cat practically gonna... rolls out of your arms, landing gracefully on the ground and stretches. Oh, it took you all long enough. Were you planning to take a nap inside a tank of, albeit dangerous, fluid? Well, no. That's why I brought you all here. And to think they wanted to make a copy of me. Oh. Hmm. So that's what they were doing. Uh, you need to take us home now, cat. <clears throat> you could just go out the front door, you know. Oh, great. Um, Joe's gonna lay Arthur down, seeing like everybody that was in the tank starting to wake up. He's like, Okay, I gotta go. <laughs> and as you do, Arthur does begin to wake up a little groggy coughing Joe no no no, no. Uh, I'm gonna go get you some help you just stay right there <laughs> you still have a shit poker face I am a great liar I'm, I'm the father of betray <sighs> hello Arthur long enough to come back I don't want to hear about it you're safe I couldn't I don't know where Gwen is and Merlin is a mess and he probably needs you soon so I mean I don't know where Gwen is either she left us both 
she was like you more. So if uh, either one of us knew, it'd be. <laughs> Help me up. Yeah, sure. Uh, I I don't know what part of the experiment it was that uh, involved them cutting your arm off, but uh, we got an arm back from them. So you've been avenged, I suppose. Lucius is just holding Arthur's arm. <laughs> I would like to add, while they are having a very spirited conversation... This is the arm of the greatest swordsman that potentially has ever lived. You best believe I'm feasting on that muscle memory. I like to, I like to think that you're just like, eh. No, he's just like, because he, he just is like opening the little mouth hand, and he's like, he's holding it. It looks like it's totally fine, but on the inside, just like, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> Give. Why does your friend look so uncomfortable holding my arm? Don't want to know. I have... I continue to have very strange friends. <laughs> yeah, well, you got back in here, so they must be good ones. How do you feel? I mean, I know that's a stupid question. Loss of an arm and all, and having bathed in whatever goo this is, but... Well... I think my time traveling with the oldest house should uh, probably end here. Yeah, I'm thinking so. Do they still make good mutton over at that one tavern? Oh, man. You've got so much to catch up on. Really? Um, no, not the best mutton, but outstanding chicken tenders. I'll have to introduce you to the concept. Chicken tenders. What part of the bird is that? Best not to ask. Hmm. So, everyone, um, this is Arthur of Camelot. Arthur of Camelot, this is, uh, these are my friends. Lucius will wave Arthur's hand to give it like a little... <laughs> <laughs> Joe's just gonna clear it. Lucius, like, you always make it weird, man. You always make it weird. Uh, <laughs> it somehow got worse. <laughs> I like that one. See, you yeah. me of you when you were younger. <laughs> Arthur says to you, Joe. Oh, no. Yeah, I was not. Dude, you did some pretty ridiculous things. Okay, maybe the one time that we beheaded the criminal and I did a whole musical with their suffering. It was a little strange at the time, but yeah, I thought... a little dark. It, well, everybody looked bummed, so I was just like... You did what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't want to know. Or maybe you do. I mean, there's a morbid curiosity to it, but... <laughs> Yeah. To think that uh, the escapades of our modern tavern are, are not the uh, strangest we've seen. It's interesting. How did you let yourself get caught? That's what I want to know, Arthur. You... 
Well, as you know, I stayed behind before to help the cat defend the oldest house. And, uh, I don't, I don't know, one of them just, you're very persuasive. I left you and I felt like shit about it. Part of me left. I left you here. I knew shit was turning sideways here. Did you forget the part where you had to go? One of us had to get out. One had to stay. That's just how it was. It wasn't your fault. I'm always the one that gets to get away, though. That's the problem. And if anyone shouldn't get away. Oh, I hate this. This is why I hate being around you. Never mind. I don't want to talk about it. I help Arthur uh, to his feet. Guilt's still something he's working on. Oh, shut up, Angel. Angel? Dinus. Like, like a real angel? Uh, one of the swords of the Lord, yes. Hmm. You have gotten cooler friends. And here you are, bummed out about me? You don't know what time has done to your legend. Yeah, it's... well... As long as they're not still singing about me on stage, that's fine. <laughs> well, it will be very interesting to see a once-and-future king in the literal future. I'm going to have to introduce you to a little something called spam a lot. <laughs> Artistically, yes. <laughs> Artistically, it is. All right. Uh, feast. Well, round of ale on me and some spam a lot to go with it. How's that sound? <laughs> We're also going to have to introduce you to currency. Lucius like puts like raises a hand. And then is it your hand or is it's, it our? It's, it's <laughs> his. It's it's just the one finger. He can't control the digits uh, without having to call upon the Spider Lord to like marionette this shit again. Um, so he is gonna just raise his hand and he will look at the oldest cat and say, "This house exists throughout all of time and space simultaneously." Yes. This house is bigger than time and space. It always has been, always will be, and always was. It was here before your universe was conceived, to use a crude term. Hmm. As a favor for releasing you from this tube, can we deposit this one and the wizard that we found back there off at the time that they entered this place so they don't have to try and play catch up for the last thousand years hmm. for a creature such as you uh, so great and powerful uh, this seems like it would just be uh, a party trick and the oldest cat flicks the tip of its tail back and forth 
and looks at you with a slow blink and says, Of course I'm the most powerful creature here. I don't see why you had to say it. Because I know that you appreciate hearing it. Mm. You're right. If he wants to go back, he can. And if he wants to stay, he can. His job here is done. Though it is not my place to make this call for your friend, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. So, Arthur, um, what do you think? What do you want to do? Well, there never was a more congenial spot than Camelot. Does it still stand? Lucius will just shake his head. Your legend is but a fairy tale in our time. Well, as long as it lives on in someone's heart, that's all that really matters. But... If things are really as different as you say, and chickens now have tenders on them. And the buffaloes have wings. Oh, what's a... Is, this what's is a why you should not come to our time. It is a, a drastically different place. <sighs> Too much to explain. Or it, we, it could be seen as um, um, a, new, a new adventure. <clears throat> Doesn't that sound half bad? I'm finally richer than you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now this I do have to see. Thank you for your offer, but I think I'll stick around for a while. Anyways, I won't be much good going back like this. Yeah, you could uh, you could crash at my place for a while. You, you might need to find somewhere to go on Wednesday nights. That's that night I have friends over. <laughs> I will table. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the next one's gonna be themed. <laughs> <laughs> I got people trying to pull my sword from the stone, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and with that, um, Arthur does agree to come stay with you for a while, Joe, until he gets his bearings uh, and uh, reestablishes himself in whatever this new time may hold for him. Uh, and uh, the oldest cat escorts you all to the front door of the oldest house. And this time, as you exit it, with Arthur and Yates in tow, as you turn back, it's not the brutalist structure reminiscent of a division building, but you walk out of a quaint little two-story cottage. And as the door closes slowly behind you, it fades from view. 
and you are once again standing in front of Division. And that, I think, is where we will leave it for break. Incredible. Woo! So we are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. Don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see all of you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. Hello, everybody. We have returned from our break. We stopped a door opening today, and I feel good about it. Sarah, take us away. <laughs> <laughs> glad you feel good about it and that intro um yes so you all are standing outside of division hq the oldest house has dissipated with it and much like in previous times you know that when something is brought into the world after the oldest house leaves it is usually something of importance in this case you all have brought arthur with you the king of legend into the 21st century where are you all heading to next? Uh, division to deposit King Arthur's arm. Maybe they can science it back together. Okay. Uh, you uh, is everyone going into division? Yeah. 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 Okay. We gotta talk about this. <laughs> the oldest house. Okay. Probably should do a debrief. Uh, yeah. You all walk into division. And uh, Nessie is there over at reception. Just a, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, is that, is that an arm? Don't points worry, with their big the person, the person whose fin. arm it is, is right there. Oh, okay. Um, Medbay? Yeah, yeah. Medbay. Do you, <laughs> just okay. Begins to walk. I think he'll, I think he'll like take Arthur with him. I'm just like, let's get you checked out. Um, as you walk through Division, you notice that things here and there have been slightly rewritten by the oldest house presence here. Um, someone roll me 1d4. Lucius is 1, Din is 2, Eden is 3, Joe is 4. Haha, <laughs> I rolled a 1! Because dice in the list. Lucius. Yeah. Um... As Nessie talks to you, there is something slightly different about her or her work area. What is it? I think... I think that it's like she usually has like a bowl of like candies or something, right? Like uh -huh. she usually has like a snack for the entryway. She uses like specifically black, like the the black Bic pen or something like that. Like she's very like she has her setup. She's the receptionist. She does like this is her home area. But I think that it's like instead of it being like blue uh, foily wrapper, it's like a red wrapper instead of a black pen it's a blue pen like i think that there are like mm -hmm. small aesthetic changes that have been made but it is jarring enough that like for lucius anyway that it's just like that's different than what it was but it's not bad different it's just not the same or like the phone is like on the other side than what it needs to be. Like everything is just sort of like it doesn't sit right. Or okay. even better, 
the phone that she has at her desk is a more antique looking old red telephone. Ooh, I like that. That's a little creepy. Let's go with that. Okay. And I think he just uh, sort of like stares at it for a little too long. It <laughs> begins ringing sirens. and she answers it. <laughs> uh, but you all head down to the medical bay with Arthur. Yes. Muted. You're muted, Anita. Before everybody heads off, uh, the hanged man is with us still. Oh, yes. He's still walking behind you. Uh, I think I'll stop at Nessie's desk. Uh, this one is here for orientation and uh, for uh, to administer the division test. Oh, hello. I'm the hangman. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, so guy. would you be able to uh, direct him to that, Nessie? Oh, honey, I would be happy to come here. Let me get you uh, all your paperwork. And uh, one of her big flippers comes out and hands over a clipboard uh, with a slightly damp piece of paper on it. It's the uh, intake form, uh, just with some basic information. Uh, and she directs the hanged man to sit down and fill out uh, the paper. And she will get someone with him shortly. All right. Uh, well, hopefully we'll see you out in the field. Oh, yes, quite. I hope I get a team that is just as capable as you all. Hopefully even more so. And then I'm going to head towards the med bay with everybody else. <laughs> okay. Um, as you all reach the med bay, uh, Agent Yates goes with you as well to get checked out. Um, and uh, hanging out there is... Um, let me look at my list of cryptids. Uh, is a large humanoid frog in a lab coat uh, named Loveland. And Loveland uh, comes around to their desk and, hello, how may I help you? Are you in need of medical assistance? Lucius will just hand him the arm. <laughs> it is an arm from a humanoid. He is specifically... And he'll just step back and point at Arthur. So it is. And his tongue flicks out and licks his eye. Um, and uh, he sets the arm on the desk. Are you in need of medical assistance? And um, Arthur, uh, with a little support from Joe uh, due to the blood loss, uh, is nodding his head and Agent Yates will step in and... Um, uh, we both do. If you could check both of us out. Also, um, Larry, just to be safe, um, because I'm not sure how he was affected by being in that house. Um, just full full battery of medical tests, blood work, all the stuff, physicals. Um, we're just going to authorize it right now. I'll sign everything. It is imperative that you fix this arm if you could try and reattach it. Are you incapable of growing another one? And, uh... <laughs> Arthur just look, cocks his to the side and looks a little confused and then back at you. Do people normally grow their arms back? Here? I, no? I can't, but you, you can't. No, no. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I am unable to grow my arm back. There you go. Huh. The frog uh, 
the frog person says, and hmm, that is very unfortunate, but we will see what we can do. If not, we will have you fitted with a prosthetic. And uh, he will take Arthur over to uh, a bench or uh, probably a, probably a bed uh, and have him lay down uh, and begin uh, checking out him and Yates and Larry, uh, who is uh, just kind of laying on the floor between the two beds, tail thumping up and down. Lucius will go into the hall, find a vending machine to get a drink from. Like, job's done. I took care of Arthur. That's not my problem anymore. Uh, yeah. What are you getting from the vending machine? I think he'd probably get like a like a can of green tea or something like that. Mm -hmm. A little bit earthy in texture. A little old. Yeah, you get a um a nice cold green tea out of the vending machine. Um and uh as you do, uh you hear from behind you, uh Oh. Um uh, you know, I'm back from my trip early. I wasn't expecting y'all to be here. Uh have you seen Din? I need to get Larry from her. And as you turn your head, you see Agent Yates standing behind you. And I think Lucius just blinks at him uh, Din is actually in the medical bay uh, we can go there together oh is uh is everything okay oh uh, it's just had a, a conversation with Loveland you know how it goes oh yeah she doesn't get sick uh, last I checked goodness what do you think would happen if an angel got sick opens the door i'm not sure <laughs> uh and uh as he does uh the three of you see lucius walk in with agent yates in in eden's mind going on right now it's almost like the spider-man pointing at each other meme except Eden's the only one pointing, and she doesn't know how to feel about that. <laughs> um, is the only way that I can describe this. It's this confusion. Wait a minute. If you're there, who's flying the plane? Like, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> I think Joe's going to see Yates walk in, kind of take a look back, look at Yates again, just go. Nah. Else we'll get up and walk out. <laughs> uh, it's uh oh um. No. Nope. There's there's many Snickers in the briefing room. I don't okay. trust your Snickers. <laughs> don't, they're individually wrapped. Uh, is he okay? Is he uh? Is that is that me? That begs to be seen. Yeah. <laughs> It seems like it, though. Um, we had a bit of an incident. The oldest house. The oldest house was here? Uh, right on top of Division, yes. Oh! Okay. Um. And you... Saved and you, I yes. Saved you. But I was big that. I mean, th the easiest way to check would be to get 
Larry to see which one of you he comes to first, maybe? What if there's two Larrys? And Yates just gives a little whistle for Larry to come to him. And Larry's head pops up. And he trots on over. And then he sniffs and trots back to the bed and sniffs and then trots back to Yates and sniffs and then trots to other Yates and sniffs. And then he sits at your feet, Din. Aww. Looking up at you. Whining a little bit. I, I don't know the answer either, buddy. <laughs> Give a the little scratch behind the ear. Oh. Maybe I should take him and, until we sort out custody. I... You, but that's my dog. I know. Um, I, you, do you want a roommate? Is it a roommate if it's me? I mean... It's still a secondary person, even if it is you. Occupying the same space. What happened? I have never encountered this before. Do you have a twin you didn't know about? No, no, I don't. I'm, I don't, um. Look at the other Yates. And Din, as you do, Eden, as Din is trying to suss this out, you remember that the oldest cat told you that the professor was trying to clone it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Wonder if the clones are already made. Lucius. As Din is trying to suss this out, you remember you once saw a file with someone who looked exactly like Eden. Yep. In an old abandoned division base. Yep. Yes, it did. Yep. Uh, and I think Lucius will <laughs> grab hold of one Agent Yates' arm, grab hold of the second one, and we're going to do a little taste test to figure out who's the newer Yates. Uh, you. <laughs> oh, you first new Yates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the scientific method. <laughs> this you, is. Did you... Wendy's change the fry recipe between the two of them? Like. Uh, you take Yates over to the bed, and the other Yates has the same response from the bed that Yates had when he walked in the door. Um. And you. I assume you explain to these two what you're going to do? Yeah. Okay. They will agree because they both know what you are capable of. It's good. It's solid. Uh, yeah. And I would like uh, to figure out 
to to carbon date them. Like if one of them's a clone, it would have a different carbon date uh, based on the based on the the flavor saver. So let's let's see what's going on. <laughs> okay. Is this a, a mark of ruin or a, a roll of darkness? I think uh, darkness. this would be a roll with darkness because okay. this is part of my my powers. Un unleash the dark. Let's do it. All righty. Um, oh, boy. Unleash the dark. Which one has the older vintage? I'm just going to only, I'm only going to add one darkness token. Okay. Disastrous success. Disastrous success. My control falters and I go too far. Oh no. Oh no. Um you begin to nip the finger of both of the Yateses, we'll say. And in you're trying to suss out at the same time, going from one to the other, which is which. And you get frustrated and you bite down a little too hard and break the skin on both of them. Good. On both I think of that's that on both of them. Okay. <laughs> you all look and you see Lucius with a finger on each side of his mouth, chomping down. Oh, ah, 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 ah. drop it. I think that's disastrous <laughs> enough for this scene. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he'll, like, when you tell him to drop it, I think, like, he was so caught in concentration, like, I have to break down the complexity of their, of, of their, their flavor profiles. Like, I also have to consider that one of them was in Aruba for the last set of days. Aruba has, is native to these specific fruits, which could alter the oil complex. Like, he's, like, going <laughs> way too into it and just, like, so, yeah, when I, when you tell him to drop it, I think he sort of, like, snaps out of it. Um, and, and as you do, you realize that both of these Yates's taste exactly the same. His mind goes to Joe's pistol and the phrase no doubles. And then he thinks better about it. Um, and I think he will just say, um, I think it's best that you both, uh, have the doctor figure out more of this. No doubles, no triples, no quadruples. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think Lucius will just sort of like, well, I gave it the old college try and he will just like leave with a look of bewilderment. <laughs> okay. Uh, while this is going on, Joe, where do you go? Joe's gonna hit up Eva. <laughs> okay. Are you are you showing up at her place of work? Are you are you calling? Are you texting? He, he's showing up at a place of work. She's been popping up in his life. It's only fair. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you go to the Natural History Museum and uh, speak to the receptionist, and they make a call. And after a few moments, uh, Eva walks out. She's dressed in a um, a smart emerald green suit, nicely cut. She has Ugh. a 
white polka dot shirt on underneath and a uh, very expensive looking necklace and bracelet. On. So hot, it's upsetting and annoying. Mm. Eva. Good uh, afternoon, evening, whichever suits. Well, it is 3 p.m., so I guess afternoon. Are is everything okay? You left our date in a bit of a rush and then didn't call for several days. Mm -hmm. Yep, that is that is one of my moves. Um sorry. Do you do you want to tell me what's going on or are we just gonna pretend it didn't happen? I mean, if you're offering. I mean, your business is your business. Um, I don't. It's not like we know each other that well for me to demand an answer, but a, oh. you know, one would be nice. One would be nice. I don't know that one would be palatable or sensical, but if you want it, sure, here you go. I want. I was at the. Otis Houseware, I ran into an ex of mine. You may have heard of him, but we don't need to get into that. Uh, then I got a call from you. That was pretty interesting. Then I ran into a painting that you happened to be in. I saw you crying. Uh, I may have had a conversation with you. Then I left uh, where I found another old friend of mine that smells exactly like Fritos, and I can assure you he smelled that way before Fritos existed, which there are a lot of questions there, but that's not important. Ultimately, what is important is that now I think I have a nemesis named the Professor, who's a quirky Jessica Day type evil mad scientist uh, who's working alongside a uh, evil variant of what looked to be uh, you. Uh, and then I came home from work and I decided, you know, maybe I should come see you and so now i'm here seeing you and now that i've seen you good call you i'm is the oldest house like a like a club a bar uh did you was this a sure i'm it, not really following you but um i said that it would be nice but not palatable or understandable so that you were is... warned. Okay, you're not good. This is not a conversation for Lobby. Come with me. No. Uh, and she will lead you back uh, through the um, to the back of the museum through a door marked employees only uh, down a hallway to her office. How swanky is this office? It is, it's not swanky. Uh, this is still a museum. Uh, okay. So, uh, but there are some rather nice things here on display. There are a couple of uh, rather nice paintings on the walls. Uh, there is a very pretty um, piece of pottery that is in the corner on one side. In it, um, there's like a, a bunch of candy that's individually wrapped uh and there is also uh sitting 
in her chair, there's also a large stuffed dragon. And she takes that and flings it in a corner uh, and sits down as though you didn't see it. Uh, so. So. Oldest house, evil me, and you saw an ex that freaked you out? That's most of the ingredients. Wouldn't make the pie, but it's still most of them. Uh, so here's here's no bullshit, full transparency why I'm here. <clears throat> I know a setup when I see one. Uh, and it's not easy to make me like a person and uh god damn it Eva, you did it I, I genuinely think I like you which is upsetting uh, and now that I know that uh there is an antagonist in my life that looks exactly like you I can clearly see this for what it is which is a setup and he pulls the gun out of his back pocket and puts it on the desk it just kind of pushes it over to Aoife. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I don't know what part you're playing in this. I am fully aware that you are playing a part in it. And uh, the whole betraying the betrayer thing is corny. So if you are meant to take me out of the picture, I'd rather you just be straight up with me and let's get this over with. Aoife stands up and walks around her desk and crosses her arms and leans back on it and then bends over and looks at you in the chair. Very closely, Joe. Joe, I'm going to need you to tell me exactly what you took last. And I'm going to call someone to help you. Okay? Don't, don't, don't. I have your friend Lucius's number. It's, it's okay. I'm not going to judge. Okay. Um sure, let's play it. Let's play it like this. Uh I would like to um <laughs> I would like to unleash the dark, but not to harm, but to kind of show okay. his true nature. Um would that be reveal your heart, maybe? Oh, I think that uh, you might be right. Yeah, I'll, we can count okay. it as a reveal your heart. All right, then I will reveal my heart. Spend two tokens and it is a miss. <laughs> what happens on a miss? Something interrupts the well, the moment, a dire warning consequence or aspect of the mystery itself. The keeper will tell you what happens next. Because <laughs> he's he's getting ready to form the crown and summon mm -hmm. Excalibur from nowhere. Mm-hmm. You go to do this, and as you do, her phone begins ringing. And it's that same old, old-timey old phone ring that you heard before. And she, one minute, let me get that, uh, and turns around awkwardly to answer it. And as she does... You also remember the information about a possible double of Eden 
being in the world. How Joe interprets that memory, I will let you decide. But I will say that you also get a text message from your friends. One of you all texts Joe that Lucius said that the Yates's taste the same. And that crown has already begun forming on your head. I think in a pad he's trying to get it to stop. <laughs> like, fuck. Uh, whether he's successful or not, I'll, I'll leave to you. No, I uh, think that's the disaster. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, he's trying to get it to stop. And, oh, he's got Excalibur to see it. He's like, fuck. <laughs> I just imagine he just like tosses it over his shoulder. <laughs> but he comes back to his hand like, like, you're like, no. And here's the slapstick comedy portion of the episode, everybody. <laughs> um,. But as you try to toss it, it clatters and then comes back to your hand. She turns around with her phone still up to her face to see what you're doing. And the look of recognition over what's happening creeps across her face, Joe. And that's where we're going to check in on everybody else. Where'd everybody else go? <laughs> I mean, I know think... you sit there and be anxious. <laughs> <laughs> how could you um no i think eden is still in the medical bay um mm -hmm. where you know the two yates are um it's just yeah they're going to communicate to at least whoever hasn't left um what was going on with uh the oldest house um I think this has to do with the professor. Whatever the professor wanted to do, I think she succeeded. I don't really know what the point of making copies of people actually was, but why would she want to why would she have wanted Joe in a tank to clone Joe? And uh both Yates at the same time have the same thought and say in unison. And are you saying that this is the professor from your first mission to zero yeah. zero one? Mm -hmm. Stop doing that. No, you stop. No, you. Oh. <laughs> and they both look back to you, Eden, uh, with a look of exasperation. She mentioned something. She wanted to bring back Abraham. Uh, Abraham Aquatica. And. We'll say that Yates 1 is the one in the bed. Yates 2 is the one standing with you all. That was already in Division. And Yates 2 raises his hand, uh, looks at the other one who nods. You mean the... the fish person hybrid that mm -hmm. died on your first mission? Oh, well, he was already dead, but yes. Oh. Well, officially. Yeah. Died. Yeah. There's a lot of people here who are technically dead. I mean... There's a mummy on the fourth floor. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Um, okay. 
So I, we're clones. Clones. But there was more. There was that tape uh, on the desk about soul transfers. Right. Did it say it was successful, or did it say that it failed? Uh, as your Fire. GM, I will say that it said. Let me go back to that. I, can read I was like, exactly. like the player does not remember. Yeah, it's okay. I, I'm I'm thinking it was one way or the other. Uh, it said uh, word for word: the initial stage of the soul transfer transfer has proven successful. We must follow the rest of the procedure with great care. Oh, so if it's not just cloning, it's cloning everything: body, mind, soul. Which one of you went to Aruba? He did. Did you actually end up going to Aruba? And they both answer at the same time, yes. Wait. <laughs> and look at one another. You got on a plane to go to Aruba. They both answer yes. You have memories of going on to the plane to Aruba? They both nod. Do you remember landing? They both nod again. Did you check into your hotel? They both nod. Go to the hotel bar. Get a drink. They both nod and at the same time say, yes, I had a date. Did the date go well? And they both looked confused for a moment. Um, and Yates number two will raise his hand again. Um, I think it did. Uh, and they will pull out their phone and start scrolling back, looking did through they, it. They both have a phone? Uh, Yates number two does. Um, Yates who was in the tank had just their clothes on them. So they may have oh, had a phone at one yeah. point. Um, but they just got wet clothes right now. Um, pulls out their phone and shows you a dating app, Din. Um, who'd you match with? Uh, and they flip through and uh, uh, this um, lady seemed nice and she said that she was going to be in Aruba at the same time and they show you the um, profile of someone who is going by the username the gardener the gardener we've heard that username before we've heard username. uh garden and... girls where's my notebook <laughs> uh so garden fair. girl was right uh, from the Madanago murders yep uh you've um, heard a similar name not that username but you heard garden gal garden gal was one of the ones that helped spread yes. the viral video of joe mm -hmm. uh and there is what is clearly a slightly altered stock image of a blonde woman. Uh, 
You rather quickly get the get the feeling that Yates fell for a catfish. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Yates, you got catfished, and I don't think the date went as well as you thought. All right. And I look at the Yates that was from the tank. I think you might be the clone. I'm the clone? You were in a tank, it stands to reason. Oh. Do you remember getting on the plane going back? They both tilt their head to the side, think for a moment, and then shake their head in unison. Well, then it's still kind of up in the air. You just woke up and you were back stateside? Gates number two thinks for a minute and says, no, I was here. Division. Mm-hmm. They deposited you back in Division. I would suppose so. Last thing I remember was sitting out the Snickers in my office. And before that, that was, that's your first memory? Setting out the Snickers? Yeah, but I thought maybe I just had too much to drink on my vacation. Felt a little woozy this morning, a little hungover. I don't imbibe. I would have to ask Joe if that's a common effect. Yeah. Eden, can you text Joe and ask uh, if it's normal for someone who has been binge drinking on vacation to uh, suddenly come back from a fugue state? I feel like At my knee-jerk reaction to that is um, a lot of parts of that situation are very abnormal but I'll, I'll text him I'll go or I mean I could also ask a doctor but I don't know that uh, Dr. Uh, Loveland Loveland uh, thank you imbibes either uh, and as you are, are having this conundrum uh, what is Lucius up to uh, I was going to say, there's one guy who you have seen drinking as well. Be like, would the frog man know? <laughs> what about our What about our resident alcoholic? Do you think that he would have a, a an unskewed, unbiased perspective oh. into this? <laughs> um, Finn yeah. doesn't know how to human. <laughs> That's fair. You're uh, gonna find out though with that beating heart. I think Lucius probably would have started the trip home um i don't think that he would have stayed at division longer than necessary mm -hmm. because division is already having signs that like some things are changed and the idea that shit's going to be off at his house uh is just upsetting to him um mm -hmm. i uh i will leave it up to you as to whether or not uh things are different or things change um but upon reaching his home, what he what I would like for him to do uh, is uh, he'll reach into like his coat and he'll pull out the professor's arm that got lopped off 
Uh, and this professor has more memories than the last time they uh, they uh, interacted with uh, the professor. Uh, so he is, wants to do a little bit of uh, forensic yum-yums uh, to try and uh, see if he can get any additional information uh, into who uh, this woman with a snake tattoo and the sharpened rib bone uh what her whole what her whole deal is you gonna eat her bicep with a nice chiante uh probably um <laughs> uh, some <fava> beans. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no you can do this um as you get home uh you walk into your house and you can feel that sense of tension release a little bit your home is exactly as it was okay and you think back to your recollections of the oldest house and that it it tends to change the immediate area that it was in. Mm, okay. Your home's far enough away that it wasn't affected. Um, okay. Anything that did change is probably gonna be localized to the sizable division base that it was in the process of glomming onto. Um, but yes, you can do that. Is Which uh, move are you gonna use for this? Uh, for this, let me see. Because I think now that is when I meet somebody the first time, um, that sharing an intimate moment. So this would just be a powers of darkness. Okay. Um, so I think I unleash the dark. Yes. Less. Let me see here. Yeah, I would have to. I would have to use that one. So let's see it. A perfect hit. Perfect hit. Hell yeah. You take a nibble out of the severed arm. And the first memory that comes to you is a little fuzzy, a little muddled. You are seeing it through the haze of the professor's own eyes. She is typing furiously at a computer and someone behind her is tapping their toe on the floor. You can hear that tap, 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 tap of a shoe. And she is typing and working and going over notes. And as your eyes pan over from the computer screen to the dossier, you see the paperwork documenting with division headers on it, documenting a cloning process. At one point, they were trying to find a way to clone agents, agents who they could uh, potentially lose in the field, agents that uh, signed up for the program were given a full debrief, and they had a full medical workup done and some of them were successful. Some of them were so valuable that it was felt that their abilities, uh, their very being needed to be preserved at all cost. And as the professor is flipping through these pages of calculations and paperwork, it comes across a photo of a woman with dark hair named Eve. Who looks in the photo 
remarkably like the woman you saw. Like Aoife. There is documentation of several attempts to clone Eve. There is something wrong with the first few attempts. But finally, they get one that works out right. It's determined by the higher-ups that this clone isn't viable, but it's one that they should allow to stick around. It shows none of Eve's powers, none of her abilities. It appears to be just a generic human clone of Eve. So it's sent off with other agents of Division to be raised that childhood is documented and their name slightly changed but not too much to Aoife. You see a second cloning attempt and a third cloning attempt that also fail. You see a long string of images of the professor trying to clone the same person over and over again to refine the technology. A woman with long, dark, wavy-ish curly hair, a golden snake tattoo down the side of her face. But each one fails, each one more monstrous than the next in a way that is not viable for life. So they start reaching out to collect other agents and other samples. And finally, they get the hands on documentation of Eden. And that is where the memories cut off. I think, like, Lucius, while he's been remembering this, then, like, comes out of it. And it is just, like, the bones are picked clean. Like, he has just eaten this thing fully. Um... And he will, I think he would go to his desk and he would start pulling out that documentation that he has of mm -hmm. Eden that he got from, uh, from base 001 uh, mm -hmm. and start like with that understanding, I think he's going to start just like, like looking over his notes, like being as meticulous as he can. Um, I don't yeah. know how far he's going to get or if it's just like what is in these notes that is making it easy or that that is allowing them to do this. Why is this the thing that clicks? And then it's like he's getting out his own cork board like that kind of deal. Like I don't think he has a cork board. Um, he can get one on Amazon delivered in two days. <laughs> I think that he has a section of wall that is like dry erase lacquered. Mm-hmm. So it's literally just, like, he can just write on it and then clear it off whenever he wants. So, like, this is more of a just, like, what is happening here? Would would Lucius have that, or would he have the clear plexiglass on a stand? The, Which one is the more elegant a option? A clear wall. I think, I think that the wall is going to make more sense... Uh, mm -hmm. because if we think about this cinematically, the plexiglass, very cool, easy to film through, impossible to read, just looks like <laughs> gibberish. I've watched enough house lately. I know what this True. shit is. <laughs> Why do you think they switch All back right. to the whiteboard in season two and then never go back to the plexiglass stand? Fair enough. 
Uh, yes, as you are ruminating on this, Joe, that crown is forming on your head and Aoife has turned around. There mm -hmm. is a sword in your hand. Okay, Joe, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to need you to, where did you <laughs> get that? That looks old and very cool. But also, um, please, uh, just, can you put the sword away? Put it, put it, what is, what is on your head? The crown of silver, um, manifestation of my greatest sin. And as for putting the sword away, um, well, fuck, they can only hang you once, right? He throws the sword over his back again and kind of shows, like, that, he can, that it's coming back to him. Surprise. Uh Eva takes a quick couple steps back, knocking over her own trash can onto the floor, uh, and kind of holds onto the filing cabinet behind her. Are, are you okay? Kidding. If you're a superhero, you have to tell me you're a superhero. I'm pretty. I've watched enough. Marvel movies. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I'm pretty sure that oh, legally you have to tell me if you're a superhero. I'm sorry, what? Nothing. Um, my name is Judas Iscariot. I... Judas. Your name is Judas Iscariot. Did, did your parents not like you? Oh, no. My parents loved me. Oh, I should probably do the definitive article, right? That would probably clear, clear things up. Yes, okay. I'm the Judas Iscariot. Yeah, that one. You're the... Mm -hmm. And uh -huh. the... Yep. 30. 30 of them. Okay. Okay. Huh? Okay. Um, you're Judas Iscariot. You have yep. a sword that you can throw away, and it comes right back. It's it's Excalibur. I borrowed Cut. it from a friend of mine. I'm sorry. It's Excalibur. Yeah, sorry. Definitive definitive article. It's the Excalibur. At that, <laughs> she edges just a little bit closer, trying to get a look at that sword. So, so the, the, the theories that Arthur was an actual person aren't just theories. They are actually real. Yeah. Uh, it's my partner. You're one of them. We had a thing. Were you... Please tell me you're not also Guinevere. Oh, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm Lancelot. Uh, you're okay. You're Lancelot Dulac. You're you're the okay. That's the name they gave me, at least. The name they gave. Okay. I escaped hell. I mean, it, 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 not so much an escape as much as uh, the angel of the Lord. Uh, you met her. Uh, Din pulled me out. Um, oh, the one. Okay. I've just wandered the earth for the I last okay. couple thousand years. Couple. Th 
Can I get one of those butterscotches you have on your desk? By the way, and she just silently <laughs> reaches for the pottery bowl <laughs> and puts it in front of her towards you. Thanks. And then silently puts it back. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm just one moment. And she is going to sit down in her chair mm-hmm. and almost almost robotically, like she's having to force herself to move through the shock. Uh, she leans over and pulls out the bottom drawer, sets a bottle of bourbon on the desk, and then pulls out two glasses and pulls and pours both of you. Oh, now you speak uh, my language. Two, she pours both of you two fingers of bourbon, and she knocks hers back in one go. So the embarrassing thing is, if he knocks his, um, I'm sure... Uh, or at least I was sure that you were part of a nefarious plot, mainly because I, uh, again, uh, I, I like you a bit. A nefarious uh, plot? Yeah, and, and with this reaction, either you're a very good uh, actor, which you might be, I don't know. Um, you're wasting your time here at the museum, if that's the case, I'm just letting you know. Um uh, but according to this reaction, I'm thinking you might actually be innocent, which means that I've exposed you to the truth of the world uh, without needing to, which is unfortunate. Oh, oh okay. Um, <clears throat> nef- nef- uh, Your friend that tried to grab me at your party, is he also some sort of, like, mythical being, or was he oh, just weird? Oh, Lucius, yeah, he's the manifestation of the Library of Alexandria, as I recall. Uh, yeah. The manifestation of the, the library? There's a hunger and a rage there. He's a good guy. Between okay. me and you, between me and you. He's the closest thing I have to a bestie, but he's still quite, he's like an asshole. It's, it's a, there's a whole, we have a dynamic. Okay. Um, and Eden, Eden, she seems, she seems nice. Like she's, she's normal, right? I mean, she's, she seemed really, like I thought that'd average... be the one that you get the easiest because, I mean, there wasn't really much work done there. Oh, Eden, Eden, as in Eden, Eden, Eden. Yeah, I've got a hilarious story where I accidentally ate them a little bit. (laughs) She pours herself another glass (laughs) and knocks it back. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're dealing with some sort of nefarious plot? Uh I mean, if you you watched that orgy, there was... Oh, did you not catch the Mothman? I mean, I don't know how you missed that with that. I, I mean, thought you were friends with a bunch of cosplayers. Oh, no, those weren't costumes, dude. That's, that was the whole... That was, the, that, mm-hmm. that was an actual Mothman. Mothman, yeah. Fle- more flexible than you think. But people yeah. don't think Mothman does yoga. It's it's a weird thought, but, you know? Okay, okay. Um, DDP mm-hmm. yoga. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, oh gosh. Um, okay, okay. 
so there's a nefarious plot. Yes. You're all... I'm just going to go with the term superheroes for now because that's a little... Well, we're, just let to me be have quiet. this. Let me have oh, this. Okay. Um, That is a Excalibur. Yep. You are Judas Iscariot. Yep. Where does the gun come into play? Oh, right. I don't, uh, I don't understand the gun. I'm thinking that uh, one of my enemies left it there uh, uh, with a cassette that was repeating some ominous phrases to drive my friend Merlin to shoot himself in the head. You're right. Sorry. Definitive article. The Merlin. Okay. Your friends with Merlin. Got it. I mean, I wouldn't call it friends. It's like I'm friends with Arthur. Arthur's friends with Mar or Merlin, so it's like we end up at the same parties, but we don't. I don't like it. He smells like Fritos. Oh, God. Next thing you're going to tell me, the Loveland frog is real, and she pours herself a third drink and knocks it back. I mean, real. Not a don't. Don't. I don't want to know. Not the best medic. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, God, I was in Loveland Frog the musical. That's hilarious. But, oh, oh, I mean, um, you're, I, I understand this is a lot. I, I mean, you you haven't even heard the fact that we're harbingers of the apocalypse yet. That'll really flip your lid. But the thing is, I thought that you were part of a plot uh, to not only... I mean, because I can't really die. I mean, where am I going to go? Detroit? No, uh, it's just that... <laughs> That is 10 minutes down the road for me. How dare you? <clears throat> Hilly How dare you slander my Detroit? <laughs> Beautiful city. I can't really die, so I figured they were going to, uh, you know, hurt my heart by having me fall for somebody and then having them thus betray me. And it's just like, oh, the betrayer has been betrayed. And I'm just like, I don't have time for that. So if you're going to, if that's the grand plan, just, you know, you can shoot me. You're falling for me? Oh, I, uh, uh, I, I mean, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to. No, I, I mean, it's, it's, no, it's, it's okay. If it's, if it's not, um, the, you know, it's, it's nice it's, a lot. It's, do you want another drink? Yeah, that, that would, okay, I could do that. It's uh, that. Okay. Mm. Uh, she will pour you your second drink. She will drink her fourth. Um, <laughs> oh, that's okay. <sighs> well, um, well, yeah. Well, uh, mm -hmm. I guess now I should tell you more about me. We didn't really get to that part in our date. Um, and she kind of she kind of um, taps her fingers together nervously. Um, my my father's an engineer. Mm -hmm. My my mother's a surgeon, and I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. Um. Hence the Loveland Frog musical. It's pretty big in Ohio. Um, uh, I had my wisdom teeth out when I was 12. Um, and I play the clarinet. Well, that's cool. <laughs> I'll take another shot.
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ohio. I've I've been there a few times. When I was there the first time, well, I mean, when I was there the first time, it wasn't Ohio yet, you know, but. Okay. Um, and <laughs> I would say about this time, you get a text message from Eden. Oh, yeah, one second. I'm getting a text. Eden, what's your text message say? Basically, exactly the words that Din said, because, like, I don't think Eden would really know how to put it either. <laughs> Hey, is it possible when someone's been heavily drinking uh, that they can just come back to consciousness out of a fugue state? <laughs> All right, one second. They're asking dumb shit again. <laughs> hey, no, it's, it's gonna call Eaton. Um, hey, Eaton. Um, why are you texting me this silly ass question? Uh, we're, we're trying to figure out why there are two Agent Yates that, you know, have the exact same memories. And oh, because God hates me. He's dead. You... <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, you hear that in the back. <laughs> Gender is fluid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I. Okay. So wait. One one of them went to a vacation, got drunk, and went to the fugue state. What did they well, drink? They went on a date and your then neither business. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, Eden's. One of our agents uh was was cloned. Oh, oh, is that Eva? Yeah. yeah, that's Eva. Hi, Eva. Eden hi, says Eden. hi. You hear uh, through the phone. Eva <laughs> says hi back. <laughs> I'm sorry about what happened to you billions of years ago. Millions of years? Thousands of years ago? I'm sorry. It's disputed, but I'm leaning more on the building side, but I think it's kind of rude okay. to ask Eden how old they are, you know. So it might be a whole okay. thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, also, I spilled the entire beads to Aoife, and it turns out I don't think that they're actually part of the nefarious plot, or they're really good actors. Oh, well, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why you just got the apology for the whole Apple thing. Uh-huh. Um, oh, oh, um, can can I can I speak to Eden? Please just just for a moment. Just Um, okay, weird. This, this is weird. To, but girl to garden, please. Uh <laughs> all right. Um so real quick, uh tell the agent whatever his name is, I don't care to remember he doesn't bring the snacks alike. Um, you would only go into a fugue state uh, if you either drank like me or was a wuss. And I don't think that he could drink like me, so it's probably just him being a wuss. Um, I'm just all right. Go to, to Dr. Loveland. Hey, would you be able to get a talk screen on both of these two? And uh, Eaton. Yeah, uh, Aoife wants to talk to you, so... Uh, Oh, okay. Hey, just just try and say nice things about me. I think I'm. Okay. Eva takes the phone and um. Hi, e Eden. Hey. Um, I just, I just wanted to say if if Joe giving you my apple purse was offensive in any way, I just wanted to apologize for that. I did not know. I didn't know. 
Um, I mean, I, I, I doubted that you did. It, okay. It was, it was just an awkward situation of like more so him throwing a purse that belonged to someone else kind of thing. Not so much the apple. Don't, don't worry about okay. it. Okay. Um, why, why are you okay, whispering? I, nothing, nothing. It's, it's fine. It's just <laughs> gardening tips. Oh, oh. Um, I'm gonna let you go. Okay. I'm okay. Shit, I'm lying here. Um, <laughs> she hands the phone back to you, Joe. You say anything good about me? <laughs> you throwing a, you throwing everything is about you. Oh my god! Every time with this Eden, he hangs up. <laughs> Uh, and uh, <laughs> we will swap back over uh, to Lucius or uh, to Din and Eden. Um, Eden has just taken this call, and uh, to your request, Din um, Loveland, the Loveland Frog, <laughs> uh, says, um, "Okay, I can I can definitely do that as a part of the test that I was going to do uh, for sure. Would you like that to be a priority?" You're muted. Yes, please. Any drugs that might be in their system have uh, a high chance of probably dissipating before we, um... Also, um, can I get looked at really quickly, uh, after you do the test? I've got this terrible pain, um, in my abdomen. All right. I will be with you shortly. Um, actually, you know what? Let me get a, um, a, uh, divinity specialist down here for you. That may be more your speed. All right? That would be great. Okay. Uh, and uh, they go about uh, running more tests at your request. Um, from there, since we are almost at time, uh, is there anything else you'd like to do as Lucius, uh, Simon? No? Okay. Uh, then I think on this um, anxious and confusing note, we will go ahead and call it for today. Whee! Yeah. This was an incredible game. Thank you so much for running this. Oh this awkward. This so good. So good. Thank oh you. god. I look Ugh. forward to this game whenever we have a chance to run it on the channel. Speaking of things that I look forward to seeing more of, Sarah, where can we find you? What do you do? Uh, hey everybody, you can find me uh, running this game here every most Sunday nights, um, and on Thursdays you can find me running a D and D five E campaign that is uh, set to highlight the best of the best, in my opinion, uh, maybe not in yours, but in my opinion, of the five E third party publishing uh, community. Um, we are going into a, a rather late Valentine's Day one-shot uh, that I found on the DMs Guild a few months ago that I've wanted to run for a while. Uh, so if you want to tune in uh, Thursday night, we will be officially starting into that after the party did a whoopsie-poopsie last session and almost committed a murder. Luckily, there's a cleric in the party, so everything was fine. Uh, and uh, you can also find me uh, playing in a Pathfinder campaign that is coming back pretty darn soon uh they'll be coming back next month and you can find me all over the interwebs uh doing silly silly things dressed as my characters because apparently i'm an internet larper these days and you know what it's fine i'm an adult money i'm gonna spend it on adult things that's me hell yeah and noir where can we find you what do you do you can find me every Monday over on Althaven for our beacon game. It's the alien, uh, it's the alien campaign. I play a doctor with 
two hit points and we're on our third season. I don't know how I've survived this long. Uh, on uh, Friday, you can find me over on Gen Con TV uh, for Table Takes, where I report all the news uh, in the TTRPG space. Uh, it's a good time. Uh, every Saturday morning, you can find me over on Critical Misses for uh, Morning Ritual. Our guest this week is... Click Clack Snack. Click Clack Snacks. Um, and, of course, on Sunday, you can find me right here as Judas Iscariot, the Rizless Sitter. <laughs> uh, but that's me. Uh, and then me. Hi, I'm Anita. Um, my pronouns are she, they. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Panita or at Critical Misses. I run the Critical Misses Twitch channel. I'm the founder and channel runner there. Um, you can find me uh, here on Sundays for this lovely game with these lovely folks. You can find me uh, on Tuesdays over on Modifius' channel for Star Trek Adventures Actual Play. Uh, on Fridays, occasionally, you can find me on Gen Con TV uh, when they need someone to fill in. Um, uh, their part-time post, full-time awesome. Um, you can also find me later on that in the evening at Critical Misses for uh, our Warren Guard game. Uh, I play uh, Vera, who is an old timer uh, with a gold dragon, uh, who is the leader of the Tidehold Warren Guard, and uh, currently uh, divorced from our caretaker. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a fun time. You should check it out. Uh, and then, yeah, Saturdays for Morning Ritual. Um, and I also run games on Start Playing and for Magpie CPP. So if you want to be in a game with me, sign up. That's it. Woohoo! I think that just takes it to me. Um, hey, everybody. It's me, Sir Hackalot. You know, I'm here. I'm on your screen. And as per usual, I came back here with Eden, the uh, the found playbook. Um, find me all over the internet at Sir Hackalot, including Twitch, Itch, I guess Twitter as long as supplies last, etc. Um, that's the best place to figure out where in the TTRPG space I'll be because I tend to wander a lot and wear a lot of hats and do a lot of different things. Um, most notably, there are two big things I want to talk about. Um, so on the 2nd of March, uh, this coming Saturday, I will also be playing Warren Guard. Uh, it'll be a one-shot overrun roll for Felicity. And it's going to be a great, great time. Um, and then from the 3rd of March to the 9th of March, I'm helping organize a uh, World Wildlife Week with Lost Caravan RPG, um, where it'll be a charity week supporting um, Rewild, um, a charity for conservation and um, helping wildlife around. This is for World Wildlife Day that's on the 3rd of March. Um, we'll likely be tying in some support for Gaza um, in that as well. Um, and it just is going to be including a different kind of conservation or animal-focused game every night of that week um, with a bunch of different GMs and a bunch of different talented players and storytellers. I am just so, so excited uh, for how it's going to turn out. Um, I will be GMing the final game of that week on the 9th, and we'll be doing Monster Care Squad. 
Um, there's a ton of giveaway stuff and uh, donation incentives. Word on the street, one of them uh, will probably be me playing Planet Zoo on stream at some point. Um, and there may or may not be a social media takeover happening uh, with me actually going to my local zoo. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it'll be a great time. But uh, yeah, please, please, please tune in and support during that week if you can. Um, and if you go anywhere after stream tonight, please go to ceasefiretoday.com to help the folks in Palestine that need our help and support. Um, that's me. And that just leaves me. Hello, everybody. If you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Mondays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We are actually going to be off the next two weeks for our Monday night game, so we will see you mid-March for that. But that just means that you have a ton of time to go check up on our backlog. Anywhere you can find audio casts made available for free. YouTube, under the same moniker. And hey, guess what? We also have our Patreon-supported after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. We are going to be heading off into that right now, where we're going to talk about this Loveland frog. We're going to talk about uh, all sorts of stuff. And hey, guess what? We also have some stars and wishes that we're going to go through. So if that sounds great to any of y'all, because it sounds great to me, feel free to join us. But for now, I would like to say once again, thank you to Sarah for running this absolutely fantastic game. Thank you to these players for putting up with our bullshit once again this week. And we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.